Wow, what a difference a weekend makes. Hello, everybody. How was your weekend? If you are a Democrat or a Joe Biden fan or just a regular American, it's it was a really good weekend for you or should be. And why is that? Well, it was finally Infrastructure Week. You remember Infrastructure Week during the Donald Trump administration or during his presidency? That week lasted four years. Well, four years and ten months. Because Joe Biden finally got done what was talked about for four years. He did it in ten months. So now what was supposed to be the death of the Democrats after Virginia has been somewhat wiped away in just a couple of days. Just like always, the news cycle goes. One day, everybody's angry at something. Everybody says, it's all over. Now, let me back up, because I was angry on my last podcast about the Democrats and actually some of the messaging, and I'm still angry about that because that's still a problem. But good news is definitely something that Joe Biden needed this week. There was just a recent poll where his approval rating before the passing of the infrastructure bill was at an all-time low. It was at 38%. And that came from the USA Today, which is a little bit more credible than some of the other polls that you see out there. Now, why is Joe Biden at 38%? I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. It's because America is politically stupid or lazy, whichever word you want to pick. I I think either one work, but they are politically either stupid or lazy because they just read snippets. They just, and look, I know people have busy lives and, you know, maybe politics isn't their thing, but if that's the case, then maybe you should not be opining on it. I'm not sure, you know, who the people they're asking whether or not they think Joe Biden's doing a good job or not. Somebody's got to explain to me how he's doing a terrible job other than the made-up things that are not his fault, like inflation and gas prices and supply chain like we talked about last time. The bad job, per se, is all based on perception. It's not really reality. And that's what is just so frustrating because that's it's the reason why somebody like Donald Trump can win the presidency. Because people are politically lazy in this country, so it's easy to spew out a message over and over and over again and get people to believe it. Now, I got more news for you. Let's say somehow inflation, gas prices, and supply chain were somewhere somehow Joe Biden's fault. I'm still happy I voted for him over Donald Trump. There's absolutely nothing that would make me think back and go, man, I wish I had that guy back. Nothing. Not one thing. In fact, dare I say Joe Biden could go on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I'd still vote for him. What do you think of that? The only difference is the Democrats would do the right thing and hold Joe Biden accountable, and he'd be in jail. Now, what's in this infrastructure bill? Well, good things. Roads, bridges, airport, rail transit, safe water, power grids, will all get a nice upgrade. Not to mention, there is a lot of money going towards combating or at least 
taking care of things that climate change has already destroyed. But in the end, this is a bill for the American people. It's finally a bill that is passed, probably the biggest bill since the Affordable Care Act, that really helps the American people. And this is not just Democrats all getting together and saying, let's put this together and trigger the rest of the country. Most of the country, the majority of the country, like this bill. They like what's in it, they like what it's going to do, and they like that major legislation is going to help them. Not too bad, huh? I'll tell you who doesn't like it. Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't like it. Oh boy, is she angry. Her and a bunch of other Republicans. Are we even calling them Republicans anymore? I saw the other day, I think Donald Trump, there was a report that he was on the airplane to get his ass out of the White House. or was one of those things and he was on the phone with Rona McDaniel, who is the uh, committee chairman of the Republican Party, and told her, I think her name's Rona McDaniel, uh, told her that he's going to start his own party. He's out. He's not going to be a Republican anymore. And I think when it was explained to him that that would not be a good idea because apparently there was going to be a lot of lawsuits or something that was going to affect Donald Trump, uh, that he decided not to do that. But, you know... I'm the Democrats. I I start going with this narrative that there are three parties out there. There's a dying Republican Party. You know, your dad's or your grandfather's Republican Party or his grandfather's. I don't know how far back it started, but um, where I'm talking about where they were somewhat normal. But they don't exist really anymore. And the ones that do exist are either getting primaried, they're getting out of politics altogether, which is sad. Um or they just break down and comply with what's going on now, which is even sadder. So let them know. Say there are three parties out there. You have the Republicans, you have the Democrats, and you have whatever the hell that is that's led by QAnon nuts and Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. I mean, Donald Trump Jr., that should be enough right there to turn off a lot of people. But anyway, that whatever party it is you want to call them, the Trump party, They're mad. They are not happy with the fact that this bill passed. And not just that, they are really, really mad at the Republicans who cared about their constituents and said, yeah, you know, this is a pretty good bill. Let's go ahead and vote yes on it. Man, are they pissed. And it appears as if they are trying to cancel a lot of those fine people who voted for the bill. Cancel? What? Be run. That's impossible. Only the Democrats and the left cancel everything. We went over that last week. I'm going to go over that just a little bit more today. I'm going to talk about this idiot Aaron Rodgers here in a minute. But anyway, they are doing everything they can to make sure that they destroy the careers and, in a way, the lives of those politicians who voted for the bill. In fact, I saw something where I'm not sure which one of the Republicans it was, so forgive me, but I do know this is a fact that it happened, that he was he was a senator or a congressperson from Michigan and was playing some of the voicemail messages that he got after Marjorie Taylor Greene posted the phone numbers of all the people who voted for the bill on Twitter or wherever she posts it, 
and um, there was some angry people. And when I say angry, I mean deranged lunatics who are basically threatening the life of this gentleman who voted for the bill. And this is where we are in America now. We are defending people who attack the Capitol. In fact, we're going to the prisons. When I say we, I mean idiots like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and Willie Gohmert uh, going to these prisons and screaming about the injusti- injustice and their heroes and they should be let out now. And I, I just saw this garbage. So these guys are heroes. Kyle Rittenhouse, who's on trial now, he was the, remember the kid who got a ride from his mommy lived in a different state, decided he was going to take care of business and killed a couple people in the streets. Well, that's another hero. These guys are heroes, but if you vote for an infrastructure bill, you are so-called canceled. No, again, every time you hear canceled, it's subscribed to the Democrats, it's subscribed to the left, but... Again, as I mentioned last week, the only people I really know who are canceled, Colin Kaepernick, Kathy Griffin, and now about to be 13 Republican congressmen and women. But speaking of not canceled, I'm sure everybody has already heard the news of future Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers. And man, I got to tell you, first of all, I'm a big football fan, and Aaron Rodgers was outside of anybody from my favorite teams, one of my favorite athletes really of all time, the way that dude plays quarterback in the NFL is something like I have never seen before. He is a phenomenal talent. If you don't follow football, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And the way he plays the position is unlike most people I have ever seen. Phenomenal, really good. And I actually thought... Not that this really makes a big difference for me because I do like, for the most part, except for in a few occasions, like to separate my sports and my politics. I always thought he was kind of a liberal or a Democrat because he always kind of came across that way. I think he was very vocal about the um, Colin Kaepernick situation. I think he was more on his side, if I recall correctly. I may be wrong. But anyway, I'm sure you've heard by now that he came down with COVID. Well, before the season started, they asked him, have you been vaccinated and what's your stance on vaccinations? His response was, I've been immunized. Basically, skirting the question, making it sound like he's been vaccinated, and it turns out that he wasn't, and he lied about getting vaccinated. Look, We've been through this ridiculousness a billion times, this back and forth about vaccinations and is it my right? Sure, it's your right not to get it. Nobody's arguing that. I don't, I, I, listen, if anybody's arguing with you and says it is your right or it, it's not your right to not get it, you have to get it, I'll back you up. But nobody's really saying it's not your right to do it. I think a lot of people are just saying, you know what? Be a good American. Get the fucking shot and shut the fuck up. How about that? But he lied about it and then goes on some radio show, podcast, whatever it is, and does the thing that I swear to God I am so sick of. I am over it. I'm over this overrated idea that, and again, as I was saying earlier, 
really like this is a left problem, like this is a Democrat, leftist, liberal problem that everybody's trying to cancel everybody. I am so fucking sick of the term canceled, and there's another one I can't stand, the one that Aaron Rodgers used in his interview, the woke crowd is now coming to get me and the cancel culture crowd is going to put the final nail in my coffin dude you lied you made a fool out of yourself so now you're going to run to that sissy snowflake safe space of the woke crowd's going to come for me so you can stand behind your bros who always have to run to that when they do something or say something stupid now this is their way of just, I know how to get out of this. I've got, I'll have a whole side of people get on my side just by saying cancel culture or woke. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry, but now that's officially becoming the least manly thing to do. Hey, just it's such a bailout pussy move. I, it just really just irritates me, man. And I've got another one for you where I'm really starting to get irritated. When the fuck did Joe Rogan become a doctor? Why are we taking advice from Joe fucking Rogan? Okay, yeah, he's got billions of people who listen to his podcast. So what? There are billions of people who listen to Donald Trump. That doesn't make him right. It doesn't make him smart. I'll give it to him. A guy built a fantastic empire. He started really putting podcasting on the map. Done a fantastic job with it. He's got a loyal following. I don't begrudge him for that. But what I do begrudge him for is that he does have a little bit of a responsibility when he does have that sort of size of of audience. And yeah, sometimes you got to say stuff that's shocking. Put your name in the news. You got to say something that'll keep people talking about you. And you know, that's I'm sure part strategy, but man, this is a little different. A, we're talking about the health of millions of Americans. We're talking about what's safe and what's right, but I'm gonna, we're going to get fucking medical advice from Joe Rogan, and you're really going to go on somebody else's show and explain to us that's your oh man. This country, man, it is so, it's so concerning. It really is. I mean, there is just too many people have voices now. I was telling that to my brother the other day. This is Kyrie Irving says he's the voice of the voiceless. So what are you talking about? There's no such thing as voiceless people anymore in this country. Everybody's got a voice. I said before, I, I'm, I'm an idiot and I'm sitting here on a podcast and people are, some people are actually listening to it. Kyrie Irving, by the way, is the basketball player who refuses to get the shot and who won't play basketball. The, the National Basketball Association, where only half a percent of the world gets to play in, gets paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. He's not getting the shot. And he said it's not political. It's just he's going to be a voice for the voiceless. This is the same guy, by the way, who says the earth is flat. So if he's your voice, I'd probably check out, probably go somewhere else. Again, as I said, this country is getting absolutely ridiculous. Remember I said earlier how the Democrats would hold responsible Joe Biden if he actually shot somebody on Fifth Avenue? I hope you remember it. I only said it like five minutes ago. But 
the Republicans seem like they're not going to hold anybody responsible for anything. One of the worst dates of my lifetime, January 6th, there hopefully something is going to be done here. It looks like there's some stuff that's moving, but I'm still baffled why Steve Bannon is walking around without cuffs around his arms, his wrists. How is I don't understand. How why is he still walking around? I think I read something like well, the subpoena and there's still there's still a lot of stuff that they're putting together and they're really going to make sure that when they do okay, then I don't even want to hear any of this news until he just actually gets arrested. But anyway, when I'm talking about not holding people responsible, this other again, what what is going on in our politics? These are these are actual politicians. Paul Gosar you guys know Paul Gosar, I'm sure you've already heard the name, is a congressman from the great state of Arizona. And he recently retweeted a cartoon video, anime is what they call it. He retweeted this video that depicts, I think in the caption underneath the video or above the video, wherever it is, he posted it. He said, is anybody here an anime fan? And then you hit play. And the video depicts him flying through the air, murdering Alexandria Acosta-Cortez. What is with these guys and this woman? Why are they so obsessed with her? I mean, it's just, it's really strange and really bizarre. But anyway, so it depicts him actually killing her and then swinging a few swords at Joe Biden. And nobody says a word, not on the Trump Republican side. Nobody. No, nobody's condemning it. Nobody's saying a word. Of course, the Democrats are going nuts, which they should be. Al Franken, the great senator from Minnesota, pretended in a picture to grab the breasts of a woman. Now, even he said it was dumb, shouldn't have done it, but... <laughs> He got kicked out of Congress for that by the Democrats. The Democrats said, no, sir, we ain't having that on our side, which, by the way, was stupid. That was a dumb, dumb move. But anyway, let's not get too wrapped up in that. Talk about that some other time. No, we won't. We probably won't. But anyway, nothing, nothing from the Republicans that this guy tweets out basically depicting murder of one of his coworkers. Could you imagine being at work and they knew you hated this person at work? And then later on that night on Facebook or on Twitter, you posted something depicting you murdering that person. I'd be very concerned if that job continued to let you work there or if there wasn't some sort of punishment. But again, here we go. We'll, we'll sort of brush this off because nothing will be done. And then one day... Something really bad is going to happen. One of these derelicts are going to take this really serious. If they don't already, I mean, as I told you earlier, you're already getting death threats. I know death threats have been happening probably throughout politics our entire life. But it's seeming to creep more and more like these people are going to act out on it. I mean, do you remember that Trump train, they called it, that almost ran off the damn bus in Texas? But, I mean, what? who are these people? 
I haven't heard the story of the guy sitting outside the White House in his truck threatening to blow up everything. Where, where have you seen anything like this? I haven't seen any story where a Democrats or a group of people who were really behind a politician plotting to kidnap the governor of any state. Here's the only thing I can that people would say to me that come close to it, but here's my argument on that. Somebody would tell me, uh, well, what about uh, the people who in Portland who are uh, causing trouble and rioting? And I said, well, first of all, the people in Portland are doing this more on a social justice level. They're not doing it for any political reasons. So I would argue that it is possible that a lot of the people in Portland who are rioting and uh, and doing illegal things in the name of social justice may not necessarily even have a political party. Might be a lot of people out there who don't give a shit about politics. They care more. And I would also argue, too, that maybe they don't even care about George Floyd. Maybe they just care about causing problems. There are some, I'm sure. But... The other ones who do it for the reasons for social justice may not have a political part. They're not doing, and even if they did, they're not doing it for a political reason the same way the MAGA idiots went to the Capitol that day or the MAGA idiots who are sitting outside the White House demanding that Joe Biden comes out and talk to him or the MAGA idiots who planned to kidnap the governor in Michigan. Come on. Stop. And speaking of stop, finally, let's talk Big Bird. You guys know Big Bird? I'm sure you watched Sesame Street as a kid. Even if you didn't, if you don't know who Big Bird is, where the hell you been? Well, anyway, if you're just being introduced to Big Bird, you've heard that Big Bird is in a Twitter war. With who, you might ask, B-Run? Who is Big Bird, the fake puppet from Sesame Street, who is he in a Twitter war with? Is it Bert or Ernie? Did he get into it with Kermit the Frog? It's possible. Maybe it's a cross sort of battle. Christmas is coming up and him and Santa Claus got into it. Nope. None of them. It, of course, was Texas Senator and supersized dickhead Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is angry at Big Bird. And guess who else is now? Fox News. The whole right is mad at Big Bird. Dare I say, they're looking to cancel Big Bird because Big Bird tweeted out that he got his fucking shot. He's trying to get the kids. Say, hey, kids, go get the shot. Come on. Do it because it's the right thing to do. It's the American thing to do. And your pal here at Sesame Street, Big Bird, says, I did it. Now you can do it. Ted Cruz... No, Big Bird, that's propaganda. You're selling propaganda to our children. I, I didn't go anywhere. I'm still here. I'm just, I, I'm just stunned with what I just said. I just said that Ted Cruz is in a Twitter war with Big Bird, a fictional puppet. And the scary part is Ted Cruz is not a stupid guy. You can hate him all you want. He's definitely not dumb. But... I have to wonder if somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene, does she, is it possible she thinks Big Bird is real? I really, I think it's 
might be possible. Might be. Anyway. Oh, man. Let me say it again. Podcasting's easy. I mean, it's not easy to get a bunch of people to listen. They say I did pretty good. I got my show up in the top 70 at one point. I slowed down. I got to get back. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is that everybody listening should do one of these because it's really easy. The material out there is just so, it's just easy. You could talk about it and you could ramble in a room by yourself and sound really smart because all you got to do is talk about what just happened in the last two or three days. I've talked about this on my podcast before. There's probably something happening right now that's so stupid that I could be talking about for another 30 minutes on the next one. So I look forward to that. But anyway, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. I got, by the way, I got my, um, my intro music back. I don't know if you recall on my last show, my intro music was gone. Why was that? Because I told you my last computer went kaputs, if that's the word, doesn't work anymore. And that's where I had my intro music. So I said, ah, shoot, I got to find new intro music. So I went through pages and pages of a bunch of different music. And then I realized, wait, I think I'm on the same site that I originally got this. Luckily, because the cloud or whatever it is, remembered my username and password to this uh, website. And luckily, I was able to find the very opening song, which I liked. There are some other ones I like, but I just, I like my opening song. I just like my opening intro. So unfortunately, I didn't find it until, and didn't realize that I could get into the site and get this song until about an hour of flipping through a bunch of different songs. Uh, anyway, what difference does it make? I'm rambling. Doesn't matter. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please send them to runshousepodcast at gmail.com. You can also please rate and review the show if you haven't already. You could do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all of them, wherever you can find a podcast. And if you do, please subscribe to it. I'd really appreciate that. And again, if you can rate or review it, I'd appreciate that that as well. But thank you guys always for listening, and I will talk to you again soon.